interests in health and well-being with different perspectives to bring you a variety of tips and tricks for feeling your best and living a full, healthy life. Let's get started. Hi, friends. Happy Monday. I'm recording this on Sunday evening, and oh my god, I am so tired. Like, I could fall asleep sitting here. I just realized a couple minutes ago that I've been going nonstop since I woke up Saturday morning, literally. So it's kind of nice to just take a break and sit here and chat with you. This is going to be a solo episode, and I'm actually going to be talking about inflammation. This was something I was going to do an Instagram live about, and then work just interfered. It's hard for me to pop on and do lives and things like that during the work week because I get called into meetings, and um, it just doesn't usually work out. So then I was like, oh, I'll just write a blog post, but then I had a spot for a solo episode today. I have a guest scheduled for the next few weeks, um, so I figured this would be a really good time to do a solo episode and talk about inflammation because I get questions about inflammation all the time. And a lot of the times I get questions about symptoms and issues that people want to heal that I can probably guarantee are caused by inflammation, even if they don't realize that. So inflammation is definitely something that I think is really important to understand um, how it happens, how it affects your body and your mind. So I figured I would pop on and do a podcast about inflammation. Um, we had a lot of fun this weekend, though. It was really good. We went to the beach all day yesterday and got a lot of sun. Wyland's really into walking, so he had me going so far, and he doesn't realize that you also have to walk back, so I had to remind him. We had some really good fish tacos on the beach. We went to Zuma, which was really pretty, and I think we're going to become like official beach people with like the tent and the wagon and the umbrella and just like do it up with a cooler and stay for the whole day and just make the most out of it. And we came home last night and it was so nice out and we've really done up like the rooftop deck area with like turf and stuff so Wyland can play and we had a couple of drinks up there and it was just really, really, really nice. Um, and then today I got up early and I walked to Whole Foods and I got a green juice and I love that I can walk to the Whole Foods here now. It's so nice. And it was just like beautiful weather. I love getting that pre 10 a.m. sun sunlight and that vitamin D and just getting some movement in. And then I did some work actually for, for H for my human resources job. And it just felt good to get that done for Monday morning. I have a meeting early and I felt really good about just kind of being prepared and being ready so I could go about the rest of my day today without the Sunday scaries popping in. So that was great. And then we went to um, this like park where there's a lake and there's a ton of ducks and did a little hike with Wyland. So I feel like he got his first like official hike in today. And there were so many flowers. There were purple flowers and yellow. And he was just like obsessing over the different colors. And he had so much fun. We saw turtles. There were like all these turtles sunbathing. I didn't realize turtles came up out of the water. And they were all just lined up on these like fallen trees and just sunbathing. They were so cute. And we saw these huge fish. They look like huge goldfish. Um... So he really liked that. And I've got almost 10,000 steps today, so I'm pretty excited. And then the best part after that was that I was like, hey, I'm going to go upstairs for like 30 minutes and set my alarm and just read. And I did, and it was so nice. And it reminded me 
of when, like, back in the day before I had any responsibilities. And I would just, like, sit in my bed with my coffee on a weekend and just read Vogue magazine or whatever it was. It was great. So here I am now with you before I make some dinner. Um, and tonight it's going to be tofu nuggets and potatoes in the air fryer because it's easy and it's delicious. So with that, I will get into it. So inflammation is caused normally when there's an injury. So when there's an injury, you get a cut, you get bumped something, you know, your, your skin is injured, for example, the white blood cells flood to the, to the scene for protection, which you'll see a swelling, redness, or warmth. This is a good thing when it's needed. However, stress can also cause inflammation. So during time of danger, this is helpful and necessary. You know, chronically, however, this can cause a myriad of health issues. So you don't want to be chronically stressed with that cortisol and adrenaline running through your body all the time. Um, chronic inflammation is an essential component of chronic diseases. That's a really, really good quote. I forget where I got that quote, but let's kind of repeat that again. Chronic inflammation is an essential component of chronic diseases. So without chronic inflammation, you can't have a chronic disease. So a chronic disease is the direct result of chronic inflammation. So it's unlikely that you'll find chronic diseases without chronic inflammation. So what is causing chronic inflammation? When you perceive a threat, you go into fight or flight mode, which releases stress hormones and shuts down the non-essential functions like your immune system and digestion. So when you're in that state of chronic stress, chronic inflammation, your body's not doing what it needs to be doing because it thinks that there is a threat that you need to be like all out for, right? So it shuts down your digestive system. It shuts down your immune system for that, what should be that moment where you're running away from that bear or whatever it happens to be um, that isn't actually happening in that situation. So you can imagine how susceptible you'd be to colds, digestive issues, if your body is always in this state. I know for myself, when I wasn't living like my healthiest life, not bad, but just like not really understanding or paying attention to. So like not getting enough sleep, not getting enough water, being dehydrated, um, not getting proper nutrients, uh, probably, you know, drinking too much alcohol on the weekends and then hangover eating just like carbs, pizza, triscuits and cheese and all that crap. Um, working too much, too hard. I was working at one point for a global company and I didn't set boundaries. So it was just 24 seven, just always being in that state of fight or flight where it was an email and a, and a fire to put out. It was always something. I had a cold like every month and it would last like two weeks, like maybe not every month, but it felt like that. I was always getting a cold. I always got sick. Um, and you know, I always had gut issues. I was always bloated and just like uncomfortable. And I, I, I'm absolutely certain that that was a direct result of the chronic stress and inflammation. So that's kind of my experience with that. Um, what you can do about that, manage your stress, do what you can. It's incremental. It's the little things. It's like, you know, you can't just in the same way that you become stressed, you can reduce stress. So it's usually small incremental things that just start to compound over time. So you can do the same in reverse, do small things to counteract that stress that will compound over time to relieve that stress on your body. Um, so the things that you may not think are that important or that significant really are. So 
journaling, breath work, taking a walk outside. Um, I'm actually going to be creating a morning reset that will help you manage stress right from the start. The way that you start your day is so important. If you wake up and you, you know, even like if you wake up to a blaring alarm, that is just so offensive to your body, to your system. Um, just that, that jolt, that's just not the best way to start your day. If you wake up and you immediately pick up your phone and you start checking emails uh, right away, you're going to have that adrenaline, that cortisol. Try not to do that. Just try, try to do something a little bit different. If you can grab a journal, I like the five minute gratitude journal. I grab that. You write down three things that would make the day great. And, you know, three things that you're grateful for. And it's just such a nice, easy, simple way that you can you can be consistent with that. So you can do that every morning instead of grabbing your phone. Go brush your teeth. Go drink your lemon water. Go do four, seven, eight breath work, which is like not even five minutes. Do those things. I know they don't seem like they're going to make a difference. I promise you that they do. And if you do little things like that throughout your day, it adds up to big change, you know? So those little moments, because the opposite, those little moments of stressors are going to lead to stress and chronic inflammation. Those little moments of reducing that stress will significantly reduce that stress. So look at different ways that you can start to incorporate, um, you know, stress management tools. And I because this is so important and this is something that I learned through personal experience as well, I'm going to be creating something for you to use to help with that. Because if you start your day off stressed and in fight or flight, your whole day is going to be just not your best. You know, you're probably going to be annoyed by the first person you run into who doesn't, you know, who tests your patience or the person at, you know, the coffee shop who doesn't make your coffee correctly or the person who cuts you off when you're driving or the first coworker you see when you get to the office or the first person who reschedules a meeting. Like think about your reaction to that when you're stressed versus your reaction to that when you're in a state of just kind of calm and peace. You're less reactive. Um, it really does impact the way that you go about your day. I don't know about you, but I noticed that if I wake up and I'm in that just immediate stress mode, I start like I drop things and I like my shirt will get caught on a doorknob. And like, I literally just want to be like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I hate this day already. And then I'm just not a nice person and things just don't go well. So do you want to start that kind of like domino effect on the right side or on the negative side? So what you can do in the morning, don't look at your phone, <laughs> at least give yourself 30 minutes. Um, I also like to try to read something like um, you could read A Course in Miracles by Marianne Williamson or listen to just soft music. Just open the curtains, open the shades and get some sunlight. Step outside, walk your dog, whatever it is that makes you happy. It doesn't have to be what I do. It doesn't have to be a journal or a meditation. If you don't want to meditate, do breath work. Put your legs up the wall. Do some you know, light yoga or gentle stretching to get your body kind of long, lean and limber after sleeping, you know, for hopefully eight hours. Um, hydrate. You've been dehydrated from, you know, the night. Um, dry brush. Do some dry brush, some lymphatic. Get the Simulate the lymphatic system and your circulation. There's so many things. Water your plants. I'm just like looking around my room, like, like make your bed. Making your bed makes such a difference too. All these little things really matter. Um, and then, you know, there, 
obviously there are a million ways to manage stress and everybody's stress is different and some stress is really intense and there are traumatic things going on but what you can do to help mitigate that chronic stress and inflammation in your body is something that you can control even if you can't control what is happening you know in the world around you and the things that are causing that stress that's not going to go away but how you internalize that and react to that and manage that stress that's something that you have control over um Another thing that you can do is obviously think about what you're eating. Some foods are inflammatory by nature. Um, processed foods, the chemicals, the oils, the, the just the shit that's in them is inflammatory. It's just, it is. It's just a fact. Like that stuff is garbage. And of course, we can't stay away from it all the time. And that's unrealistic to think that you can. But avoiding inflammatory foods, processed foods as much as you can will help, but also adding in anti-inflammatory foods. So you want to be eating things that are going to mitigate the inflammation from some of the foods that you eat, from the stressors, from daily life, from the things that you encounter through cleaning products and, you know, getting gas in your car and the all of the antibacterial things that we're using in light of COVID, um, medications, things like that. So in terms of inflammatory foods, added sugars. So keep an eye on your pasta sauce, your sodas, your Starbucks, all of those things have hidden sugar, added sugar, um, lots of like the protein bars, things like that. Um, I always think about pasta sauce. I, I never realized how much sugar was in just like regular pasta sauce. I love Rayo's. I think it's delicious, especially the Arrabbiata spicy one. Um, but look at labels um, and look for sugar, added sugar in dressings, in, you know, things like that. Um, trans fats like partially partially hydrogenated oil so your margarine all the fake butter even the vegan butter vegan butter is not really the best alternative unless you are just truly trying to cut out all animal products then that's your go-to I guess but um, those fake butters are just full of the partially hydrogenated oils that cause inflammation in the body. Um, I love ghee butter, clarified butter. Um, it's a little bit easier to digest. It's got really good healthy fats in it. Good for your heart, good for your digestive system. Um, in Ayurveda, it's considered like a, a soothing food. So I like using ghee butter and you can get a super fancy expensive organic one from Whole Foods or you can get just the regular one from Trader Joe's, which isn't too pricey and it lasts a long time. So I love using it on toasted sourdough bread or I like sauteing spinach with ghee butter and a little bit of pink Himalayan salt. Um, I use it to cook too. I, I didn't have any um, oil for, I made magic cookies twice this weekend with Wyland and those are the cookies made out of chickpeas which if you don't know, you need to message me so I can send that recipe to you ASAP. It's chickpeas, peanut butter, maple syrup, vanilla extract, baking powder, or baking soda, I forget. And I think that's it. They're so good. Anyway, I used ghee butter for the pan because I didn't have any parchment paper. That's what it was. Um, so yeah, watch out for the partially hydrogenated oils in your fake butter. Um, too many omega-6s. So the omegas are really important, but we tend to overeat foods high in omega-6s, which can cause inflammation. And we really want to add in foods high in omega-3s. So the high omega-6s are going to be soy, corn, meat, soy, 
and soy protein and soy protein isolate, all of those things are in so many packaged foods, like protein bars, again, um, the fake meats, you're going to get a lot of that soy. So even if you're a vegetarian, be weary of the processed meat alternatives because they're not always a better option. I like to do lentils and mash them up with, say, taco seasoning um, instead of getting like the fake meat. You can always use beans. Amy's Organic Refried Beans is still a better alternative, in, in my opinion, than some of the fake processed meats. So watch out for soy, because soy is in things just as often as sugar. Um, and then corn. Corn is also in a lot of processed packaged foods. And meat. Meat, obviously, you're going to get um, high omega-6s in most meats. Refined carbs, white bread, crackers, things like that. Processed meats, deli meat, bacon, hot dogs. All of that is going to be inflammatory. Saturated fats, which is going to be fried foods. I mean, I think that goes without saying that those foods are probably not the best on your digestive system, on your brain, on your cells, your organs. Um, gluten, for some people, this is an issue. Gluten sensitivity or even those with celiac disease. And sometimes eggs and dairy can be inflammatory. I noticed for myself that after I got pregnant and had Wyland, I guess my body changed in different ways and eggs became inflammatory for me. And I didn't realize that that was something that was possible until I went to IIN and I learned about the elimination diet and um, eggs was one of the things on the elimination diet. And I realized that every time I have eggs, I wake up in the middle of the night or in the morning and my hands are aching, my joints are aching, and I can identify that that's correlated to having eggs. And I still have them, but now I know why. I have some of those pains in my joints sometimes. They're definitely inflammatory for me. So something to think about if that's you know something you're looking at identifying the root cause of. So anti-inflammatory foods. I love talking about what to do instead of what not to do. So we know what to avoid, um, but what to add in because then you're naturally going to crowd out some of the things that you want to limit or avoid. So this is kind of, I think, a better way to look at it instead of saying like what not to eat and what to stay away from. What should you add in and have lots of? And then you just by nature have less of the other things that you want to stay away from. So Anti-inflammatory foods, they have been shown to lower chronic inflammation. Studies have shown that these foods can help lower chronic inflammation. So there is research. Again, just want a side note, I am not a medical professional in any way, shape, or form. This is just what I've learned, what works for me, what doesn't work for me, what works for my clients, what doesn't. Just sharing information, not giving medical advice in any way, shape, or form. Um, but I have read there are numerous studies that show that these foods can help with inflammation. Berries, so all of your berries, you're going to have like blueberries, raspberries, blackberries, um, goji berries, mulberries. They're all amazing. I love adding them to chia pudding. I love putting them in smoothies when they're frozen. I love berries all the time. <laughs> in fact, we just had berries in, um, in the car on the way back from our hike today and they were delicious. They were from Erewhon, so they were too expensive, I'm sure, but they were really, really good. So antioxidants, anti-inflammatory, berries are so, so good for you. Um, fatty fish like salmon and sardines. I love doing um, salmon. I do smoked salmon because it's lox, which probably isn't the same, but 
I do regular fresh or frozen salmon about once a week too. I like to put it in the air fryer actually. And I'm going to give you my favorite spinach and salmon salad recipe at the end of this podcast too. Um, so your fatty fish, salmon, sardines. I am not going to say that I eat sardines, but if you do, then you're getting some good omega-3s. Uh, broccoli. I love doing broccoli with ghee butter, garlic, salt, and pepper. Broccoli is amazing. When it's raw, I like to dip it in hummus, avocados. I always love an avocado toast. I mean, who doesn't, right? Little hemp seeds on top, some maybe sriracha. I love it. Lemon juice on sourdough bread toasted with ghee butter. One of my favorite things. Avocados in my salad, avocados as guacamole. I mean, we just love avocados. Frozen avocados in a smoothie also makes it like ice cream. Green tea with lemon so that you're really absorbing. The lemon helps your body to absorb the anti-cyanins. I forget what they're called, but those are the anti-inflammatory and um, antioxidant properties of green tea. Green tea is so good for you. Matcha is even better because matcha is actually the tea leaves powdered and ground up. Um, So you're getting a really concentrated dose of the, the benefits of green tea. I like to do green tea in the afternoon because it has less caffeine than coffee. So I'll do green tea, I'll brew it, and then I pour it over ice and add a little bit of lemon and maybe a splash of honey or maple syrup, just like a tiny, tiny little splash sometimes. Um, I love doing that in the summer and just having that as a drink. Um, peppers. So bell peppers are anti-inflammatory. I like to slice them up and put them in a stir fry or use them to dip into hummus. You can dip them into um, guacamole too if you want to get the avocado in there. Uh, Bell peppers also are really high in vitamin C, which I don't think a lot of people realize. We always think of like carrots, uh, but bell peppers too. Um, Mushrooms. Mushrooms are anti-inflammatory. There are so many different varieties of mushrooms. I know a lot of people don't like them or the consistency, but I love them. I really, really like doing mushrooms as like mushroom toast. So I'll do my sourdough toasted with ghee butter, which is like the base for everything delicious. And then I do, I'll saute mushrooms chopped up really small. And then I'll put some chives, tarragon, parsley, um, and saute that and then pour that over um, the toast. And it's so um, what else? What else? You can also use mushrooms as a meat substitute. So you could saute them and use them the way that you would for ground beef if you were doing like a Mexican dish like tacos or something. Um, grapes are really high in antioxidants. They're anti-inflammatory. And no, I don't mean as wine. Nice try. Um, frozen or even in, I like to chop up red grapes and put them in my homemade guacamole. It's really good. Turmeric is amazing, very anti-inflammatory. You can put it in stir fries, eggs, um, really on any dish. I like to do my pink detox drink, which is water. I squeeze a half a grapefruit in there. I put some mint leaves um, into that and then a splash of apple cider vinegar. And then I do a couple shakes of turmeric and a couple shakes of cayenne. Mix it all up and I've been drinking that most mornings for like the last 10 years. That is courtesy of the Skinny Confidential. I did not make that up. I think she actually um, did like her own version of a suja juice because she was like, why spend the money $9 on a suja juice when you can make it at home? And I love it. I've been drinking it for years. I love, love, love it. It's one of my favorite morning beverages. 
um, extra virgin olive oil. Good quality olive oil is very anti-inflammatory. Dr. Stephen Gundry actually did a podcast with the Skinny Confidential a few years ago. And I always remember that he said that food is a vehicle for olive oil. So just use whatever you're eating as a way to get olive oil into your mouth. Um, So if that doesn't tell you right there. Um, Dark chocolate and cacao, also anti-inflammatory. I like to get mine through the Saqqara metabolism powder. So I will put that in my coffee every single morning and it's delicious. Um, What else? Tomatoes. Tomatoes are anti-inflammatory. I always put a few tomatoes on top of my salad, sometimes on my avocado toast. And cherries. I love frozen cherries with cacao or the Saqqara metabolism powder and a frozen banana and a handful of spinach with some um, whatever nut milk I have on hand. That is one of the best smoothies. It's like a chocolate cherry smoothie and you're getting all of those health benefits. So, so good. And if you want that Saqqara powder, um, there is a code. It's XOHWK and you get 20% off of your first order. So that's one of my favorite things to do in the mornings when I do a smoothie and it's delicious. Um, So I did say I was going to give you my recipe where you can add in so many of these foods. So this is, I like to eat simple. I don't like it overcomplicated. I don't really want to spend all the time with a million ingredients. Like just, I just won't do it. So one of my favorite meals in terms of anti-inflammatory foods and just health benefits. Also, it's delicious, is a salmon, like a air fried salmon. You can even bake it too over spinach. So I make a salad. So huge salad, like the biggest bowl I have. And I just pile in the spinach. I air fry the salmon. I buy it frozen. Um, I get like a bag of frozen salmon fillets at Whole Foods. I always go for wild, wild caught um, Alaskan salmon. I don't, I, I try to stay away from the farm raised. Um, so I do that in the air fryer. I put olive oil, lemon, salt, pepper, and dill on it. I air fry that. And then I have my spinach base. And then I do, I'll do like, um, half of a hard boiled egg, tomatoes, cucumber, avocado, and then whatever dressing you want. So you can just do, you could even just do like olive oil, lemon juice and a little salt and pepper if you wanted. You can do a honey mustard. So I think I actually have a really good honey mustard dressing saved on Pinterest, but you can also Google, you know, however, whatever you want to, like if you want to just Google honey mustard dressings, a bunch of them will come up and they're pretty easy. I put them in a little shaker bottle and you can have it for like a couple days. That's really good in the salad. Or you can do, I like to do the vegan ranch from Trader Joe's if I'm like looking for something a little creamier and heartier, but I feel like, um, like a Dijon vinaigrette type thing really goes well with the flavors of that salad. So you're going to get major anti-inflammation benefits from all those good foods. So that's really kind of everything that I wanted to talk about in terms of inflammation. And I think, you know, you could sit here and make a list of everything that I listed off and everything that I said and be like, tomorrow I'm going to do all of these things and it's just not going to happen. So pick one thing that you're going to do this week to help manage the stress that you're experiencing because we're all, we're all under stress, whatever, whatever the reasons, whatever the intensity, we're all stressed about things, you know, throughout the day, throughout the week. So Pick one thing. Are you going to try to stay off your phone when you wake up in the morning? Are you going to try to get eight hours of sleep? You're going to go to bed a little bit earlier. Or 
You're going to stay off your phone at night because it prohibits you from falling asleep when you want to go to sleep. So, um, you know, are you going to take a walk every morning, even if it's just for 10 minutes? Are you going to do a meditation? Are you going to try to incorporate breath work? Pick one thing and just try to incorporate that this week. And just that one thing. And let me know. Send me a DM or leave a comment on Instagram or email me if you want to. Kristen at HolisticWithKristen.com. I love to chat um, about all these things with you guys. So don't ever hesitate to reach out. So just pick one thing. And then maybe pick a couple anti-inflammatory foods or even one, cherries. This week it's going to be cherries or spinach or salmon. Um, And just see if that can become consistent. And then once it is, pick one more thing. Add something else in. Um, Don't try to do everything all at once because it becomes overwhelming and change is just not easy. So you can't just try to change everything in one fell swoop. So just start small and incremental and then build on that. So I'm excited. I'm excited for you guys to try some of these things. And I want to hear how you feel. And if there's anything, too, that you are kind of having like a light bulb aha moment where you're like, oh, my gosh, I do eat a lot of that. And I I can tell that that's causing inflammation. You might be thinking about, you know, whether that's eggs or soy or gluten. Um, I'm curious myself to I obviously don't have celiac and I I don't know if I have an intolerance to gluten, but what I'm reading is that so many of us do just because of the way that wheat is processed these days in the U.S. And I'm wondering if I would feel different if I avoided gluten for that reason, just to test it out. So I'm curious. Um, Let me know. I had Shannon from Adios Candida on last week, and I think she might have kind of planted that seed for me as well. So anyway, that's the podcast for today. Thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. And always let me know if you have questions, comments, feedback, or just want to say hi. And I'll see you guys soon. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to rate and review, and also follow along on Instagram at holistic.w.kristen, and I will see you soon.